Welcome to Rocketman Explores, where we voyage forth and delve into the world of sci-fi. But wait a minute! Ever wondered when the internet is going to get tired of us and just come and kill us all? Well, so have I. But then again, maybe it'll just be happy and send us cats for the rest of our lives. Tune in as we figure out AI. Friend, foe, or disinterested god. Much like cats. Hello, 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 fellow listeners, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between, and welcome to yet another drinks episode of Rocketman Explorers. I am here with yet another finely crafted cocktail made by our resident uh, drinks maestro. I'm going to keep using the term maestro, he, he agrees with it or not. Our resident drinks maestro, Chris. Thank you very much, but I still insist on just being called a lush. I mean, I, I, you know what? I'll leave that to the listeners to decide. Okay. They, you know what? Listen, there you go. Your test tonight, pass judgment. In a very nice way, pass judgment upon Chris. Is he a drinks maestro or simply a lush? You judge. You decide. All right. So today, dear listeners, we're getting into something a little bit different for the channel. For the first time ever, we are not doing television or film we're jumping into the uh heady and massive world of video games running with the theme our particular video game this week is mass effect the entire series neither one two or three not andromeda we're not going to talk about that those of you who game know why but mass effect one two and three one of the finest trilogies and although not a film from a storytelling perspective Probably a more involved story when you get right down to it than anything that you really could do in film, and featuring a lot of AI, both omnicidal and not omnicidal. So, Chris, what drink have we come up with for this particular series? Uh, it's called the Grim Reaper, mm. and it is basically equal parts of uh, coffee liqueur and rum with a dash of grenadine, although the grenadine is supposed to simulate blood. And, uh, when it's mixed in, it doesn't really do that. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's delicious. Yeah, it is. It's sweet, but it's got a good bite underneath it that sort of cuts that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a very, very nice mix. Yeah, that, that, that comes from the rum. And of course, Grim Reaper, because dear listeners, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, anyone who's played Mass Effect already immediately knows why that's the case, but those who aren't, the Reapers are the main antagonists of the whole series, and they are, well, until the very end, you don't know why they're doing what they're doing, so we'll call them an omnicidal AI race that lives beyond the stars, very sort of Cthulian horror, but while being artificial rather than great old demons and monsters, etc. And that actually brings up an interesting point. It's you realize that most of my cocktails have been done, uh, made for uh, antagonists. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Yeah, so far, yeah, we got HAL 9000. We've got the center. You're right. All so far have all been antagonists. I guess that sort of actually leads in a bit into the question I wanted to ask you, Chris, is because you're right. They're all antagonists because very, very often, and this series is no ex- – well, this series I find actually is interesting in that it shows – the main antagonists are, again, AIs, are synthetic creatures, but there's also a separate type of AI which who turn out not to be antagonists and indeed can end up be, becoming allies. So I guess my question to you, and in light of your comment, 
What do you think? Are AIs inevitably going to be, if we ever do create one, is it inevitable it's going to be like our antagonist? It's going to be something that wants to destroy us. I mean, the vast majority of fiction certainly wants us to believe that, or at least tells us that. I just think it's the sort of thing where they are the far more interesting creatures, and while they are not basically, uh, it's, it's difficult to empathize with them, they make yeah. for evocative drinks. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think you said it perfectly. They're hard to empathize with. They're probably the hardest thing to empathize with in fiction, because you can certainly always understand other people. You may not like it, but you can understand it. You can either understand most other forms of life. Like, we, you know, you watch most of the creatures on our on our planet wandering around doing their thing, and you get it for the most part. Maybe not insects, because they're, I would argue, probably as close to AI, currently, like, biological AI as we have, for a large part of them, since they more seem to follow, particular social insects like ants and such seem to follow programming heuristics more than thought, but that's a whole separate topic for another day. But yeah, AI, how can you possibly empathize with it? It's as different as you could ever be. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, instead you just have to drink and uh, hope they don't come for you, I guess. Hence all the cocktails. (laughs) That 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 would be that would be one way of handling it. Yes, this is particularly good. What kind of rum did you put into it? I uh, straight up Bacardi, and the initial recipe said Kahlua. Uh, because it's not available at my SAQ, I subbed out Tia Maria. That'll do. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, listeners, I would highly recommend you give this drink a try and uh, go mix it up yourselves while you're sitting around pondering the, our inevitable destruction by our AI overlords whenever, like, DARPA, whoever, finally decides to get it on the table. Yeah, making your own grenadine also is very, very, uh, what do you call it, empowering. What goes into that? Grenadine is basically a syrup made with pomegranate juice and sugar in equal amounts, mm-hmm. and you heat it up, and then you let it reduce to about a half, and it becomes this really, really thick, sweet and sour-tasting thing that you can add to cocktails. It's far better than any of the uh, which one, grenadine that you would buy at the store. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, it, it so... About half an hour, and it's extremely simple once you find the pomegranate juice. That's not... Yeah, that's not bad. I, I thought it would take longer than that half an hour. That's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. And anything homemade is going to be satisfying. And this, you're right, it doesn't taste like artificial grenadine in here. There's definitely a deeper taste to it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I'm very, very, very pleased with how it came out. Yeah, truly excellent. So, yeah, listeners, try that as well. Make your own grenadine. Make your own everything. We're all locked up inside. We all got time on our hands. Make it all. Put it all together if you can. Take the extra time and just try and cook something up in your stove. And even if it doesn't work out the first time, I'm sure it will the second or third. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I hope you guys join us for the discussion in proper on the two different types of AI we find in Mass Effect. One very antagonistic, one maybe not so much. And how they differ on even like a programming level. But again, I'm not going to get too nerdy to right now. Please join me next week. Thank you very much, Chris. This is truly fantastic. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, and I will see you again when you will come up with even more cocktails. So, ladies and gentlemen, take that as you will. Lush or Maestro, there's more drinks coming. So let that, let that influence your decision. Thank you, guys, and uh, see you all next week. Let me ask you something. Do you watch wrestling? 
Either way, I have a podcast I want you to check out. Smart and Friends is the wrestling podcast that's not just for wrestling fans. Sometimes we watch wrestling with content creators or emerging artists who don't watch wrestling. Other times we'll invite a wrestler to talk about their interesting projects outside the squared circle. Or maybe we'll do something else entirely, as long as we think wrestling fans and people outside of our fandom will get a kick out of it. Catch Smart and Friends from the Two Finger Guns Club wherever you catch your podcasts. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew, pew.